0: and welcome back to the podcast this week has been insanely busy like too busy but a lot of good stuff too and like a lot of weird stuff if you follow me on instagram you saw that my dog was in the like doggy er overnight on thursday night because he had his shots on monday and he had a few shots at once and he's never had a reaction before but sure enough, he had a reaction to one of the vaccines and I'm not even sure which one. So that was a lesson learned. Next time we're going to do vaccines one at a time, even if there's multiple ones, do it once. He just had a really, really high fever and it was kind of delayed, the fever was. So right after he got his shots, his legs were like not working. And I read that some vaccines can even cause temporary paralysis. And I kind of think that that happened to him because he was really confused and could not stand up on his feet. Like I would set him down as gently as I possibly could and he would just fall over and kind of like yelp a little because he was just really confused and in a little bit of pain like his legs were really sensitive. And then he started getting a little bit better and then on Wednesday night, he started acting really weird and shaking a lot, and he felt really, really warm. And I called the vet, and they were kind of brushing me off like, oh yeah, fever is normal. And I was Googling like what a, a bad temperature would be or when it would be of concern. And so we took his temperature at home, which is not fun if you have a dog. You know how you have to do it. And his temperature was 1056 And the internet said 106 is like really, really dangerously high for a dog. So I called the vet and they said, yeah, you should probably take him to the ER. So, you know, it's been about a year since he was in the ER. He was in the ER right before our wedding last year. And um, yeah, just kind of funny that it's all happening on the same week again. But he's okay. He's back home and feeling good, feeling spunky, not up for big walks, which he kind of never is. He does not really like walking. So I've been carrying him in this like ridiculous front facing dog backpack and he loves it and he looks ridiculous. I also had the Women Wonderland event that was put on by the Beauty Boost Denver and I was the host of a panel and that was really cool. It was really fun to connect with some um, local women, local business owners, talking about health and um, what health means and all the different ways that we can like invest in our health and how different things click for different people, how you can explore different things, different facets of your health. So it was really interesting, good conversation, great company, and it was fun to host something live. I've never done that before. We had a very strange snowstorm late May. You know, it was strange. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of trees and branches that fallen because of just the weight of the snow. It was super wet snow and kind of a lot of it. And then the leaves on the branches just made it that much easier for the snow to break the branches off. So there's been a lot of cleanup, it seems, around our neighborhood. But um, we did lose power on and off a little bit on Saturday morning. But thankfully, it came back on because we were still working on the house this weekend. Um, So I'm glad I didn't stay out for too long. But I did hear that other people were out for like over eight hours. And it's just scary when something like that happens, like a snowstorm that's out of season because it just is just so in your face about global warming and how the climate is changing and how severe the weather can swing. And I just, it makes me like scared. (laughs) It makes me scared to think about because growing up you know you never really thought much about the summers or the winters and now I'm like okay it's only a matter of time before we have fires and how detrimental are they going to be this year and um, yeah it's just kind of it's weird when stuff like that happens. It's really unsettling and I really really hope we can make some positive change as like a whole global unit because it's super super important. And then it was our anniversary this weekend. It's actually their anniversary today when I'm recording this on Sunday. We went on a date night on Saturday night. I made a whole little TikTok reel about it. And it was so cute. I watched it like a million times already just because it was just such a fun night. And I felt like it captured the night pretty well. But today we are still just working on the dang house. And it's about a year since we've got this house too. The anniversaries are exactly the same which is just so funny to me we closed on this house the day before our wedding so um i'm not as glad to make it to one year on renovating this thing as i am one year of marriage but they go hand in hand apparently so i thought it would be cute to make this week's episode things that i've learned from my husband so i have like a million things because i've known him for a long time now but i'm going to stick with four so four things that i've learned from my husband And I'm just gonna get right into it. The first one is not to be afraid of your dreams. We're both dreamers, we've talked about this, and we have big dreams ourselves, but I think I've been more afraid to pursue them or talk myself out of them or whatever it is. And he, like, if he has a dream or like he just thinks that he can do it and has the vision for what it's gonna take to get there all the work that's going to go into it. And he is able to like really lay out how to tackle a big dream. And I really admire that about him. And he's definitely like rubbed off on me in that way. And where I feel like I have these big dreams and I don't necessarily have to be so afraid of them and that they're more exciting. And like I can achieve them instead of thinking like I have this big dream and I'm never going to get there. And I'm going to have this like lifelong regret about it. It's like, no, we can actually go after these things. And he's really good about putting things into motion where sometimes I can get stuck in a dream so much so that I don't take action. But he's just so good about listening and cheering me on and just supporting whatever I feel like pursuing and just like assumes that I can do it instead of saying maybe why I can't do it or he doesn't poke holes in my ideas or my dreams. He's just like, yeah, you should go do that this house or buying this house as an example of that too because it was just such a huge commitment and such a huge purchase for us and a lot of work was going to go into it and we knew that when we bought it and I mean there was a little bit of fear there but not enough to keep us from doing it and it's because he had the vision for what this would add to our lives in the long term and it's truly because of him that we are able to pursue what we're pursuing because like if it was up to me I would not, I would not be doing it. The second thing I've learned from him is how to fight and everybody knows how to fight but together I feel like we have learned how to fight without undercutting the other person. We're going to have misunderstandings and we're going to have disagreements but we intentionally try not to put the other person down or like Literally every time we fight, it's because we're not thinking the same. That's like another thing I've learned, that people just do not think the same. And sometimes it can be really hard to communicate because we think so differently that it takes like hours of conversation and almost talking in circles to, before we make a breakthrough and feel like we're understanding each other and where we're coming from and why something happened or why it didn't or why someone reacted the way that they did. And it's not fun. It's not like we're just sitting across from each other having this really calm conversation. It can be emotional sometimes, but I know that we're not trying to hurt the other person. We're just trying to understand or we're trying to be understood. So having that lens when we're having a fight or like a disagreement, it feels healthy. It feels like a healthy way of having a disagreement instead of like, attacking each other and i think so often when you're hurt you want to hurt other people or like you want to lash out and i definitely feel that too i try to verbalize that as much as possible like if i'm feeling hurt by something sometimes i'll just say like i feel like i want you to hurt like i'm hurting (laughs) because that's true and that's a normal i feel like it's a normal human reaction to things but i don't act on it And he doesn't either. Like, we're really just trying to be on the same page. And sometimes it takes a long time to get there, but we get there. So I feel like we have really come a long way since the time that we've spent together. We've been together consistently now for like five years, five and a half almost. And we've just made so much progress in how we fight. And I feel like we're in a place where we know like when we need space, when we need time, We're always going to come back and and talk it out until we get to some type of understanding. And I feel like that's a healthy thing to talk about because fighting happens in every single marriage for sure. I also think people don't talk about fighting in relationships very often at all or how to navigate tough conversations if you're not on the same page or if you're feeling hurt how to deal with that instead of lashing out at the other person like we try not to assume bad or ill intent. We have to assume that the other person is doing their best and like having best their best intentions and they're not actively trying to hurt the other person. Like he's not trying to hurt me and I'm not trying to hurt him. That can still happen, but it's not our intention. So if that does happen, then we're trying to understand why not like hurt each other back. You know what I'm saying? Fighting and disagreements are not... A fun thing but I do like that we have like a healthy way of going about conflict and I would attribute a lot of that to him because I follow people's energy and because he doesn't lash out at me I don't lash out at him and he really sets the tone for how we speak to each other. Okay the third thing that I have really learned from him is it's okay to make mistakes. He is really a model of how to make mistakes no I'm just kidding he's a model of how to be okay with making mistakes where I am a super super perfectionist and I can get really really down on myself and just so out of this world frustrated if things aren't going right or if I mess something up and he is just so go with the flow and easy when stuff goes wrong and he just laughs so many things off instead of my natural approach which is like be super upset that something didn't go right so a perfect example of this is that our old apartment he was trying to open a drawer in our kitchen and he pulled the whole door off and my first reaction to that was like Ugh. i just felt this like tightness i was annoyed i was like oh my gosh i don't know how we're gonna fix that and he was just like whatever i'll fix it later and just kind of like laughed it off like of course, of course that would happen. So just like a contrast in in our intuitive reactions or like innate reactions to some things. He's just really good about understanding that you can't be perfect and it's okay. Like I prefer his approach to making mistakes and just making it into kind of a joke and like we are human and things are going to happen and Pretty much nothing goes according to plan, so why try to keep the plan? That really is one of my favorite things about him because I feel like it balances me out so well, and I want to be more like him in that way. Like, he's very aspirational in the way that he just laughs things off and doesn't let things get to him. And I have just struggled with perfectionism for a long, long time, and so I'm very thankful that he can. Point that out in me and also help me relax in situations where I am normally the one freaking out and being like super tense and uptight about stuff, which is like not who I want to be. And then the fourth thing that I have learned from my husband is delayed gratification. This has been something that I have never been good at. I always want what I want and I want it now. Ask my family. I've always been that way. Like, I just always want things instantly, whether it's like if I've decided that I want to buy something, I want it now. If I, that's like why I don't love online shopping because I can't get it right now. It's not a great quality of myself, but I do have this thing where I struggle with seeing the long term vision, the long term goal of things. And sometimes it really holds me back from like making a sacrifice for the greater good of our future. Whatever. Delayed gratification is good for a lot of reasons and I have notoriously sucked at it in my life and he's really good at it. Again this house is a big example of that because I would not be able to see like what this could do for our future in terms of monthly income by renting it out and just the value of owning a home in Denver in the city and neighborhood that we have and all of that stuff and also knowing the sacrifice of time money labor that we've had to put in like he's so willing to do that where I have really really struggled with that the house isn't a perfect example because I do think it's an insane amount of sacrifice that we've had to make that uh, it's not for everybody for sure but he's really good about holding out for things to either like build up suspense or joy for them or make more of a sacrifice for something that he knows will be good or better in the long run if you wait a little bit. So that's something I've taken note of and trying to be a little bit better about. But that one is really a struggle for me because I just love things instantly. I'm a child of the internet. Overall, this first year of marriage has been really hard you guys it has not been the honeymoon phase i don't know if you still get a honeymoon phase if you've already been together for five years before you get married but good thing we did actually take a honeymoon because as soon as we got back it's just been like working and working and working and working and working and and sacrificing all year long we are tired we are burnt out we are exhausted and we're almost done I think that's just a very real thing to say because everyone assumes that that first year of marriage or whatever is just really exciting and all lovey-dovey and while it is like we very much love each other and feel like we have for sure gone through a lot this year that has really challenged us challenged our communication challenged everything about everything And I just feel closer to him and feel excited about our future. We're really laying the groundwork for our life together. And um, yeah, it doesn't come for free. Year one was a lot of work and sacrifice. So we're committed to making year two the year of play and adventure and really living our lives and taking some of our time back that we have lost this year. We have a lot of plans for traveling and things that we want to do together, and I'm excited for it. We are so, so, so close to getting the basement of our house rented out, and hopefully like by the end of next weekend, we can actually list it. And then the upstairs, we're going to take our time. It's not super nice. It's really, really worn down, but we're going to take our time. We can live here. And we're going to enjoy our time for sure. That is going to be it for this week's episode because Taylor is making dinner right now. So I want to go help him out. Um, And I'm exhausted as I have been saying. I'm paying extra attention to my nervous system because I feel like last week it was just too, it was too high. I had too much cortisol and it really, really wears me out. I can tell on the days that I have racing thoughts and I'm thinking a lot and feel like There's not enough time in the day to get things done. I feel so much more tired because of the energy I've spent just like, I don't know, being anxious about things. So going into this next week, I'm really going to focus on that because it doesn't help anything. I got everything done. It's just a matter of how I'm feeling when I'm doing it. And I'm really going to be focusing on that. We want calm, balanced nervous system. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Tea Please Podcast. I've been sharing a lot of reels lately, which is super fun. I do a lot of like just my daily life in a creative way, a lot of getting ready, a lot of skincare, makeup stuff. Um, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with content lately, so it would mean so much to me if you gave me a follow over there. Also, it would mean so much to me if you left a review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can leave reviews on Spotify now. I don't think you can write anything, but you can drop a five stars. Hope you guys have a great, great, great week. And I will talk to you in the next episode.